Good evening, good morning for some of you. This is Lutz coming to you live from Core Radio, oh, a.k.a. Supernet Radio. And uh, today, I am coming back from a long vacation. I know you've been wondering where I am and you had trouble sleeping at night. So, I came back just so, you know, you could get some better rest. Uh, I got a new job. I... Uh, have enhanced various parts of my life and I am uh, coming back from a long-term vacation I don't know what long-term vacation means but uh sounded good and uh, we have our first interview since now uh, I, I had a quite a few offers for interviews and uh, you know people we've heard before and I, I thought probably the, the first interview to come back with would be something something confusing. Something that, that people hear of, but they don't really understand. And uh, I think the best choice was, uh, you know, something also I didn't understand. And I probably still don't understand, honestly. But that's why we're all here today. So... What I'm talking about is something, a technology uh, called SuperMesh. And uh, I have a guest, lead developer, innovator, community member. He is all over the community. He's got his fingers in everything. Every time I look at a channel, he's in there saying something technical. Sounds Chinese to me. I have no idea what he talks about. But, you know, there's, there's curls and, and parentheses and, you know, stars and asterisks. So, uh, I brought him on to explain all these things. Uh, his name is Gruel Setinder, and he's on with us now. Hey, Lutz, and hey, everybody. Nice to be here, man. What's up, bro? Good, good. Thanks for inviting. You have a familiar accent. Are you from Brooklyn? Um, I'm from, uh, actually, from India. Get out of here. And, and, and then I moved to New Zealand six years ago. Jesus Christ, I'm not. I'm not religious. Wow, that's it's that's awesome, man. Uh, so you, so uh, you like it over there? It's, it's it's hot over there. Why did you move? Um, um progress, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you yeah. live you live in a better place than you did before. Yes, I really like it here. I like I really like um, weather, people friendly, people. Um, some opportunities, not as much as in India, but yeah, I, I like it here. How about the food? Is the food better? Because that's very important to me. Well, I don't find any difference because, because I'm used to Indian food and I'm, I'm really honest with you, um, I haven't much um, got into food. I'm a vegetarian. If I get some vegetables and fruits, I'm really good. It doesn't matter to me what kind of food there is. <laughs> I'm I'm a vegetarian too. Five days of the week. Oh, very good. Yeah, I I, I have my own garden too. It's it's awesome. I have kale, mm -hmm. spinach, uh, mm -hmm. cauliflower. I got uh, string beans growing. I got all sorts of amazing. I got uh, eggplants. There's an eggplant called cucuts that Italian mm -hmm. Italian people grow. It's like a really long eggplant. It's like it's like it grew, it could grow like six feet. Oh, nice! It's insane. Uh, and uh, 
I got tons of peppers. I got so many different peppers. It's insane. I got ghost peppers, reaper peppers, uh, even sweet ones like and regular ones like bell peppers. I mean, I got so many peppers. It's insane. Ah, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. I love it, man. It's 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 actually very relaxing to go outside and water the plants. I f- oh yeah, I, yeah. I find it very zen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you are. So you're doing this this project called Super Mesh. Now, before I left, I heard about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, uh, I heard about it. And this is what I remember from back then. Mm-hmm. It, w- it was a device. Uh, called the blueberry pie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it had it was it was able to communicate with other blueberry pies mm-hmm. uh, wirelessly. So what ha- what it was was you know one house would be able to connect to you know a house close to it, and it would create a network like that, like a, a sort of a mesh, right? And that's all okay. I know. I, I, I know it sound, I, I sound ridiculous right now, probably, to you. But that's all I remember at the moment. I would say you're already genius, and you got it all along. But a little different, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Um, it? T- tell us, tell us, tell us how, how, it, how it... Actually, you know what? Tell us how you got yeah. involved in it first. Um, because I am... Um, uh, coming from system admin and network admin uh, area, um, I'm into computers um, since 2002, since I started with uh, computers uh, graduation and everything. So I've done so much, uh, what you're saying, uh, experiments, taking things apart and, and drawing them and um, testing, evaluating, doing work in professional industries, different industries. Um, so it was natural for me to come along or, or come across this type of technology. Um, I came across this technology and while uh, exploring crypto technology, um, I found there can be a good mesh of these both technologies. So I started exploring this area. So that's how I came across um, NXT, then SuperNet, then um, um, what you say, this MeshNet technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the, the project started like all-in-one uh, uh, NXT and SuperNet uh, project device uh, as a thread on NXT forum. Uh, from there on, uh, people showed interest. I put in more efforts into that. Um, then the um, evolution of that was uh, with James, um, um, and that named as a SuperMesh project. Ah, so uh, so James is the one who named it Super, super Mesh? Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, so Super comes from SuperNet. I got it. I thought it was just, <laughs> yeah. you know, because Super could just be the word Super, and you and you thought of it. I, I didn't know that it, that it was made, you know, James thought of it. Uh, yeah, it was it was James. He named it Super, super Mesh. Um, I was uh, um, asking for names both uh, from people, what name they suggest. And what name should I, you know, do with my project, which I was calling it all-in-one device or all-in-one, what you say, project, something like that. So, uh, yeah, we were having not, uh, um, not, um, I would say, I wasn't so sure about those names and I was still looking for some certain good names. I'm Um, I'm surprised he didn't come up with some type of reptile. 
<laughs> you know? You know, like, like, because, ba- like basically. Be- because at that time, I don't think he had even came with the name Iguana. That's even before that time. Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it's it's a good name. Uh, so so what what makes Super Mesh Super Mesh? Had what? Why why the name? What is it? What's its purpose? What does it do? That, uh, to deserve the name purpose, Super Mesh. Its its purpose is very simple. Its purpose is um, to uh, connect everybody, um, no matter they are connected to internet or they are not connected to internet. Uh, they should have the ability to do everything they do over internet, but uh, more efficiently, more securely, more privately, and without any glitch. They shouldn't have any uh, difference feeling or any much difference feeling using uh, this uh, mesh net related technologies, crypto technologies, and what um, you say, the top technologies they are using over the internet. The end user. If they suppose uh, switch this device on or they switch they plug this device onto their network, they should they should be able to access every services on their system, just like every other internet service they are accessing. Except behind the scenes, what is happening is it could be only happening from their small device, that IoT device which is sitting in their room, and it is not sending any request over the servers which is on the clouds. So such kind of things that I'm thinking, and such kind of things are possible. Wow, that that was very technical for me. See, I, I don't know, I don't know what, what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, but but I um, I do know that mesh is some type of topology, a network topology, one of yes. one of a few. I know there's the star, right? The bus, and mm-hmm. a me- mesh is. So is that is that related to how it's going to work? Is that why it's called mesh? Because um, it, because uh, it, is it is it some type of internet connection? Because I'm I'm you know that 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 confuses me. So is it going to give like people internet access? Um, yes and no. Okay. Um, if I talk technically, um, our internet is already a mesh network, very big ne- mesh network. Right. Um, you can um, have, say that. Um, because internet is connecting, interconnecting all people over the globe with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we are actually uh, hopping from one network to another through some gateways. We can call our ISPs as gateways. Um, but our ISPs are the ones which are who are providing us, uh, what you say. Uh, the ability to connect to other systems, other people around. Right. Uh, this is kind of a central point, you can say. If you are not connected to any ISP, you cannot connect to any other person around the world. Correct. Um, so, um, this mesh network technology that I am talking about, or I am using, proposing. Um, this is not developed by me. It is some other third-party project called CJDNS. Okay. Uh, they are doing work on that. They are very genius projects um, of people there, and uh, every day they are progressing on it, um, breaking it, fixing it, um, improving it. Uh, so I'm just using their software. Um, what this project does is it just uh, installs on your system. It supports every kind of system. And no, it doesn't matter if it is Mac, Linux, Windows, mobile, laptop, desktop, any kind of even 
even your smart, uh, what you say, Wi-Fi routers and so. So all, um, oper all operating systems, it, it supports? All, yes, all yes, that software can be installed on any device and any software, which, uh, which you can name. Um, so what it does is it connects every device with each other, and it doesn't matter uh, you are connected to internet or not. If you are either wirelessly or with wire connected to these devices, you can have your own private mesh network. And in case you have good hardware, uh, which is transmitting wireless radio signals, or you can say wide area uh, wireless, it can connect to your neighbors. And uh, through neighbors, you're connecting your, uh, what you say, um, city and such kind of uh, network will, will be called as local mesh. So you're connecting, um, what you say, neighbor to neighbor and then city to city. That's a local mesh to, uh, what you say, a big, uh, what you say, mesh network of your own, which is independent to ISPs. Okay. But uh, this project, so it's called Project Mesh, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this project... Now, what I don't understand, where do they get the internet from? I mean, if, see, from what I understand and from my basic know-how, it has to come from a source, right? Where's the source? Mm -hmm. Where's the source of the internet? It can be anyone. Whoever is connecting to um, this mesh network. I see. So one if, person has to provide it for everyone else to use it. Um, it can be one person. It can be all of them. It, gotcha. it all depends on who wants to provide this internet. Understood. But it is not necessary that people uh, hop to internet from this. It is really optional. Because um, uh, the way that internet works, it, is, it works and it, it, it is structured very cent centralized. You know, for example, we are going to internet, we open YouTube and it uh, sends a request to some central server where that video is, uh, you know, um, placed and or hosted. Um, we watch that, we stream that, but imagine how much traffic that server, that single server or a number of multiple cloud servers must be getting requests on. And imagine how much um, data one uh, platform is consuming just to give you that one video to stream at your end. There are millions of people watching one video, and if it is as about to say a 10 MB or 100 MB of video, multiply it to millions. That one server is is transmitting that much of data. Right. Mm -hmm. So even more, um, which is a kind of um, a problem if we are trying to use uh, internet services over mesh network. Right. This kind of uh, what you say, architecture, application, uh, uh, what you say, style is not good for mesh network because our mesh network technology, as we know today, is not as advanced or as as it's, it's not as robust or or good as we expect it to be as internet, right. because uh, we are very small, right? Um, a person uh, like you and me can have a small Wi-Fi router. But you, you and me cannot afford to have that expensive devices which ISPs use. Right, you so it's not, yeah, so it's not possible to uh, afford that much expensive hardware so we can 
manage heavy traffic running through and from. Right, so, universal broadband routers, that's what they use. Yeah. So, uh, so in that case, decentralized technologies like uh, cryptocurrencies, um, IPFS, um, ZeroNet, so many other technologies coming along. So those technologies, if we combine with cryptocurrencies, we can build all similar projects and, and websites and services on MeshNet, which, are, which we are experiencing over internet. The difference only is every node uh, who, who, who is um, a part of this mesh network having a chunk of some data with them. And they are passing it, they are serving it to the network. So that's kind of, uh, I want to say, applications and services it is providing to the network, being a part of that and earning as well. Hmm. That was a lot to absorb. Um, so, so you're saying that, if I get this correct, we will ease, we will ease uh, all the heavy lifting of all those UBRs out there by utilizing this mesh network. Say again. So we we will uh, we won't have to go through a centralized UBR to, to no to, for for all the traffic like we do now. You're saying that. Uh, using this more of a net a mesh type network mm -hmm. uh, we it'll be more direct it won't have to go through these centralized areas um, if we are going to uh, use any internet service we are going through at least one uh, one what you say one hop in the network right uh, in case we are accessing any decentralized service that is more of a local stuff because it is synchronizing with all other nodes with the same kind of software or service. So it's kind more of like you are, what you say, accessing it locally. So the traffic is not going out. The only traffic is going out is to synchronize with other network nodes who are also participating to provide that kind of service which is um, on the screen. Which, which you want to use. All right. All right. Well, let, let, let's dumb this down a little bit because I think we're getting very technical. All okay. Right. Right. I'm. I'm. My name's Harry, right? And me and, uh -huh. and, and me and my my wife Linda. You know, we we have regular service. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the advantage of me using this service? Would is it for more privacy? Uh, would it be for uh, speed, or would it be for free internet? Why? Why would me and Linda? Why would we, we use this in, in, in the you know overall? What, what's what's its utility? Okay, how much uh, internet uh, would you say expense you have per month? Just to use internet, how much you pay? Ninety dollars. Ninety dollars. And what if I say, um, um, if you want to only use it for five minutes or maybe fifteen minutes, then how much you pay? Still ninety dollars. Yeah, that's true. But in case of mesh network, um, if you are willing to use internet, or if you want to use internet, um, what you will do is you will find some some node who is connected to internet. Then you will request to that node uh, that please uh, connect me to. Uh, these are my uh, credentials. Add to your node. 
he will give you, give his you will add his to his credentials to your node and you will be both connected and through that node you will be accessing the internet um right now it is the process is like that but i'm even dumping it down to the to the point where it is just single click and when you do that single click uh, you are saying okay for every second or every five seconds or maybe every minute right. i'm paying you this much of bitcoins or maybe x currency or something like so it is kind of a micro payment you are paying for 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 the usage so you can imagine how much less it can be uh, and that is only per use uh, usage that you are paying not 90 dollars or something so it's a fraction of 90 dollars you can say oh, so, so there so there is a tiny cost to it also yes oh, i didn't know that uh, so 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 say i don't have internet right all of a sudden all of a sudden you know they ban me from the Verizon network right mhm i'd be able to use this to get online uh how you say you got banned also i'm i'm just saying that's a joke i i probably would never get banned but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for for whatever reason i can't use my internet right would th- mm-hmm. this would provide me with a way of accessing the internet through yeah. through an, a node that's close by that's yes, u- that's, that's using true. It, okay uh mm-hmm. now when i do that is the other person aware that i'm doing that would they know that i'm mesh networking into his mesh network yes they should be because uh they are providing you internet uh but um there can be another measures to secure that also uh they can know that somebody is connected to your node to access internet but they cannot see or intercept what are you accessing through them all right uh, now 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 they would be the people providing the internet Mm-hmm. What would what would be their their incentive to allow you to connect to them? They are earning. They are earning in, in cryptocurrency or whatever the currency they they have choose. I see like the kind of like VPN coin. You can say that. Okay. And all right, so so he he does earn. So this is incentive to let you in. Mm-hmm. Now when you connect is there now getting to the VPN that's what came to mind that's why i thought of VPN coin uh mm-hmm. would would there be a requirement to have a VPN active because i only say this because uh you know people don't want to get in trouble for what other people do on their on their uh connection uh yeah that's very true you know for so and- for, for example over here Like I've gotten in trouble a few times for downloading a few torrents, you know, and they know right away. They even know my my MAC address on my computer. They know everything. Yeah. The only way to hide so, from that is using a VPN. Yeah. Uh in that case, um we can code our super mesh to uh what you say, pass any network either through um what you say, DOR or I2P. It will be slow, but for the provider means the internet providing node um it will be secure and for the person who is accessing internet through that node that that will also be secure but we cannot use that node then to download or stream videos or something right even with slow um yeah it would be hell slow <laughs> mm-hmm. we we can already expect uh, ex- to say um experience or uh, over tor network 
or I to be natural how slow natural works yeah, and I'm, we I'm, only use it to just view websites or to chat or something so yeah I'm, I'm talking to you from Italy right now you don't know that from Italy really yeah oh cool yeah my VPN's in Italy oh nice <laughs> tomorrow I'll be in China <laughs> yeah very good you can be any at any part of the world I got I got some amazing you know actually this is a really cool VPN service because I could connect to any country I want you know, mm -hmm. so I could use a VPN in Denmark Norway Sweden Netherlands New Zealand mm -hmm. Turkey Romania yeah. Russia yeah. I mean it's it's really awesome it, it, it'd be cool if that was also part of the software you know like before you connect you connect to a VPN first and then you connect um. Yeah, that that can also be added in there. You know, so so you, so at least there's a mandatory setting that you're connected to a VPN. I mean, mm -hmm. like you don't have to connect to a VPN on the on the host side. The, the mm -hmm. person the person you know connecting to you could do the VPN mm -hmm. part as long as and then and then whatever he does, you know, whatever child porn he's doing, at least mm -hmm. he's uh, he's you know he's got VPN. Mm -hmm. uh, so the person hosting it doesn't get in trouble for what other people do. Yeah. Um, so because SuperMesh will be uh, including all those features, like including Tor, I2P, mm -hmm. OpenVPN, and ability to connect to VPN and connecting um, to mesh network and other kind of networks which will be supported, and including cryptocurrencies and different applications and services which are uh, distributed and decentralized services so um, you can choose however you want to uh, connect to other services you can say I'm gonna connect to with clear internet connection because I want better speed and I want to use that that X service right you can say I want to connect to another mesh nodes through internet instead of directly connecting to them via uh, wireless or with wires you can do that um, in case you are connected to wires or wirelessly that is also possible you are connecting through mesh network to internet now you can also make a choice like you want to connect through a door and then connect to mesh network and then connect to another X uh, service you can do your choice it is it is going to be as flexible that you make a choice how you want to connect and through which layer or which network you want to go through. All right, th 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 those more choices is always a good a good thing. Yeah, um, right. um, this is the whole purpose of SuperMesh to make things as easy. We just click, enable, disable, install, uninstall. I don't want to show people like it is as complex things. It can be eased. You know, everything is possible. Yeah, ju so just, just these are my efforts. Just relabel things, you know, like I2TP or, or uh, you know, Onion. You know, just don't just rename that to like you know, if you, secure, more secure. You know, and then you know, in abbreviations, slower, slower connection. You know, just so they know that even though it's more secure, the connection will be a little slower. You know, and, well, um, and just make it like options. But and this is all part of an operating system, right? That you're developing. I'm not operating. Um, developing an operating system. All I'm developing is a control center. 
it is a web interface control center which oh. is uh, giving commands uh, executing scripts making changes to your operating system um, okay uh, it is just like one person or like a technical person uh, logs into linux machine and start typing start changing editing updating restarting all those stuff mm -hmm. so instead of a technical person doing that um, I'm en enabling a, a user, like Harry, you said, to um, just log into a web page and do some clicks and changes, update, and they are using it as easy as. That's kind of Supermesh is doing. Okay, I, I, I don't know where I got that idea from. Uh, maybe I read it somewhere, I don't know. But uh, mm -hmm. so, so it's just going to be uh, some type of scripting uh, executable program. That will yep, work in all operating systems. Not all operating system. Um, I'm uh, supporting it on a Debian-based operating system, which Debian, is Linux. Linux, okay. So, um, on our a small IoT device like Raspberry Pi, it's not Blueberry Pi, it's a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I was wondering when you were gonna catch that. <laughs> I know, I know. I was just listening to you so that you can express whatever you had in mind. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it's Raspberry Pi, which is using Raspbian. It's a modified version of Debian Linux, which we usually use on our Linux servers or on our Linux um, desktops. Mm -hmm. Like Ubuntu is uh, Debian-based. Um, so any, uh, what you say, device which supports a Debian-based distribution of Linux also supports SuperMesh. So it doesn't matter if you are on a virtual machine, it doesn't matter if you are on a cloud virtual server, it doesn't matter if you are on a desktop or an IoT device, if you install SuperMesh, you can do all the stuff that uh, it is saying that it provides. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a flexibility in that. Oh, all right. It, 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 when it all comes down to it, it's all Unix, right? Yes. So not everybody knows Linux or Unix. They do not understand what the hell is Linux. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, but they understand what is a web page and what is login and username and password. Right. And they understand what is a button that they can click. Yeah, un so, un yeah. under underneath Windows, underneath uh, Mac, whatever Tiger they're using these days. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, underneath it all, it's all Unix anyway. Well, people understand the language of web. So, right. if they understand web, they can understand how SuperMesh is. Cool. All right. Um, so, so how far along are we with the SuperMesh project? Um, right now, um, I'm coding version alpha 0.0.3. In this version, I am coding uh, some features. Just let me open that link. Just a second. So yeah, so in this um, version, I'm, I'm coding uh, a tall gateway, a tall proxy. Uh -huh. uh, you can manage your USB devices, which are hooked into your IoT device. You can uh, format those, you can use those to store data, which is being generated by SuperMesh services, like blockchain data. 
So in case your IoT device goes boom, you do not lose your, uh, what you say, um, data like blockchains or logins or any sensitive data that you have. Okay. Um, it will be including um, a name service, which is like uh, you can uh, uh, access services which are accessible through .bit domains, which is um, a decentralized name service. So it also provides uh, anonymous or private uh, network proxies like I2P. It can uh, connect to IPFS. IPFS is Interplanetary File System, which is a decentralized um, file system. Uh, it will be able to connect to CJDNS uh, networks, which is uh, yeah uh, for mesh network. Mm -hmm. So these these things I'm coding into it. Um, so like three or four services I have coded already, uh, and there are three or four more services which are still pending to code and I'm doing a nice progress on it. Um, later, I will be doing version alpha 0.0.4. For that version, I am planning to uh, um, code the login page for this uh, super mesh device. Right now, it is not protected with login or authentication. Mm -hmm. It is very plain as and very experimental. Okay. And um, so with Iguana API, I'll be using login system. So when you open SuperMesh web page, it will be prompting you to put your login and password so that you can log in and then access all the services which SuperMesh uh, allows you to access through that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also waiting on from Iguana team, the GUI team, who is working on its uh, wallet. Um, in case by that time when I'll be uh, coding this feature of login and everything, if they are able to, uh, let's say, uh, finish that or come up with some good progress on GUI, I will include that wallet and everything in SuperMesh, so people will be able to access those services, wallets, and everything that Iguana service is gonna provide through SuperMesh. And um, in case uh, I find they are um, not yet ready. Right. Uh, probably I'm gonna do my efforts on that, and I will code that GUI for wallet um, to set up those blockchain APIs and through all those G stuff that Iguana is doing through API. So this will be my effort. So you can say um, other than uh, Iguana GUI team or Iguana team, you have some other person who is also doing some efforts to make the GUI ready. Side okay. by side, you can nice. you can say SuperMesh will be like a second iteration or second uh, version of GUI. That this is that will be my effort. So yeah. I what, when you say GUI, you tell me, you say you GUI. Uh, yeah, that's Gra graphical user interface? interface, like a web interface. Understood. Nice. So, uh, I, so I have to. So hold on, let me just explain. So. So uh, the G the the GUI that he's talking mm -hmm. about is 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 simply just uh, it, it's a face it's it's uh it, it's what it's what you see in front of you it's a, a it's a user interface so behind everything you see out there behind Windows Windows desktop that's a user interface the desktop yeah the registry mm -hmm. holds all the keys and all the the plumbing. But mm -hmm. but you know when you want to use the sync, 
that's that's the desktop. That's so so just just to to put it in, help help people out. Uh, it's it's what you see, but it it's like the buttons. It's what makes everything simple. So he's, yes. he's it's it's what makes everything easy to use. That's you know like the Windows versus Mac. You know Mac has a different GUI graphic yeah. user interface that some mm -hmm. people find easier. You know, with yes. some people find a little more difficult if they're coming from another GUI. So you yeah. can also say every website which is different from one another, the website uh, which allows you to click and do some action, that is also a GUI because right. that is also a graphical user interface which lets user interact with the service or some application. It right. does not matter if that application is a desktop application or a web application or a mobile application if that application is allowing a user to interact with it um, through interface that is called a user um, graphical user inter uh, interface correct so yeah mm -hmm. so a web interface of super mesh will be uh, is called a gui of super mesh so, so i'll be so who's coding every who's working on yeah. that graphic user interface is that, I that's know. only Okay, I I know I know yeah. I know. Back in the day, I think it was ETH. ETH was was well, really good at that stuff. He is amazing. Yeah, he 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 made its um, logo, mm -hmm. and he did an amazing job with that. Um, I'm really happy with his work. And always, if I find somebody else looking for such kind of graphics and that kind of design work, front end work, um, I always try to refer it <laughs> because I find his work really great. I always found um, him to be a sexy son of a bitch myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, yeah, so he he designed a logo of SuperMesh software. Mm -hmm. So I'm using that logo as branding of SuperMesh. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but for uh, working on all of the aspects of SuperMesh software, including network, um, hardware, kind of IoT testing, software testing. Um, coding of uh, what you say front end uh, and back end everything that's 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 only me I'm working on that cool all right you, you, you're doing hey I from this you know I'm trying to I was trying to keep it simple but it, it's a little hard to do that I uh, mm -hmm. but I, I could tell I what I what I'm taking from this conversation is that you are very knowledgeable and you you sound uh, and, and you have the expertise to to get this done I wouldn't say knowledgeable. I, I'm, I'm, I'm think of myself kind of average because I have seen people who are very knowledgeable in very many aspects of technologies. Right, right, um, right. If I compare to them, I'm kind of average. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm you, well, you know, you you comparing yourself to the wrong people. You got to compare <laughs> yourself to the average Joe outside that doesn't know anything. You know, now you're now you're a genius. You're the smartest person they ever met. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mm -hmm. I have an aunt that doesn't even know how to use a mouse. Oh, yeah. You know? How <laughs> she, true. Yeah, she, very true. I gave, That's some philosophical thing you said. She, <laughs> she, she, was, she was using the, the touchpad, you know, and I gave her a mouse, and she's like, how do I use this thing? I was like, oh, my God. What the hell is mouse? Oh, mouse. <laughs> e e mouse can I eat me? Let's go, run. I, I was like, it's, it's, you know, it's supposed to be easier. That's why I gave you the mouse. Why are you using the touchpad? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, you know, it's 
you know, you, you, you do sound very knowledgeable, though, as far as I'm concerned. You know, and I, I believe that you will be very successful uh, as long as you keep to it. You know, don't abandon ship ever. You know, if, if well, you can, how can I abandon ship? Have you ever abandoned something which you like? You always do every day? What well, to do? Well, what you like? It depends. It depends on the girl. It depends on the girl, really. Yeah, there is something like, right? So how you can abandon that? For life, you you will will never able to you know get rid of that thing. <laughs> so that's the same thing for me. Um, so yeah, that's a kind of. Uh, if I'm into computers, I'm all into computers. I know if something new comes in, I jump into that and find out as much as I can and as soon as I can. You know what? I noticed that you you're all over the place. Every channel I look at, you're in there talking. <laughs> Almost, you can yeah. say. That's good. That's good. You, it's, yeah. it, I, you know, do do you watch? Want, do you watch TV? No, man. I I do not watch TV at all. Do you own um, a TV? No, I do not own TV. I do not own a TV set. No, I only own my computer, which is Mac. That's all I have. Ah, see, that's why you're so smart. Um, but if I want to watch some TV show, like I like, uh, what you okay, what you call? Mr. Robot, recently I watched last season, uh, uh -huh. the first season. I'm waiting for its next season. Yeah, such kind of stuff I like. Some brainy stuff. <laughs> hey, I, I do the same thing, honestly. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't own cable. Mm -hmm. I don't... I don't I, the, only, save our time. the only thing I pay for is internet. I don't, I don't pay yeah. for cable TV. I don't pay for any... If I want to watch something, I watch it on, on, uh, on Hulu. I watch it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll, I'll torrent it if I want to, you know, mm -hmm. if I want to take the risk. Yeah, yeah it really saves very much of time. Uh, like, if I'm watching some TV show online, um, that doesn't include advertisements, and that doesn't include some, what you say, distractions in there. Oh. I'm just watching that show just for uh, entertainment. Dude, That's really good I'm, stuff. Let me tell you, I, I watched that. I was, I was at my girl's house, right? <laughs> We were watching TV and it was like watching TV for the first time. Mm -hmm. and, and I couldn't believe how many commercials. It was so yeah. it was so bad. I couldn't even they watch should. the show. And she's she's like waiting patiently for the commercials to the end and they were never ending. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like, we've been through over ten commercials between the shows. Like this I I don't remember TV being this bad. Yeah, I know. And when I turn on the radio, uh, on my uh, mobile and I, I, I listen to some song, and after two minutes, there is some advertisement. I say, shut that down. I'm, I'm okay with my media player, which is, you know, my own songs. So, yeah, yeah. there should be some kind of ad blocker for TV as well. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's called not using it. It's called not using it, you know, because that's, that's, <laughs> that's how these ISPs, they make so much money. Well, for now, it is the case. Yeah. That's how these big cable companies make so much money, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I worked for them. Mm. Uh, but in, any uh, so so let's get back to Super Mesh. Mm -hmm. uh, what's Space Mesh? Um, I, Space Mesh. So Space Mesh is an idea that um, James came up with. I could not have think about that, but James came up with an idea. Like in case we are, do you understand? So far, I talk about local mesh. What is local mesh? Uh, I haven't heard you say local mesh yet. Okay, so um, when we will have uh, our uh, 
what you say, physical network uh, of nodes either connected through wireless or through wires. Oh, okay, local, ba are, ba basic local mesh, okay, I understand. Yes, okay. very basic city-wide or right. you can say a street-wide, you can say um, the people, uh, you know, neighbors connecting to each other. Right, if, when if, if, chunk of that, if people yeah, out there want to look into it, it's called a mesh network. It's a it's a network topology. You could you could Google it. Good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they're connecting locally, but because they are not connecting through ISP, they mm -hmm. can, which software provides the ability to connect through internet to other remote, uh, what you say, remote ISPs and through them remote um, nodes over the globe, which is right now happening. But in case, for example, some emergency happens and people are not allowed to connect to internet so they are cut off from the rest of the world there can be anything there can be some disaster happened there can be some government restrictions happened right there can be some firewall issues or something like you don't have so to, in case you don't have to tell me case, man, i was in a disaster hurricane sandy was bad but go ahead i'm sorry to cut you off oh you are good i, I can still find you are good <laughs> i'm happy about that um so uh in case people want to connect to each other, they do have the ability through SuperMesh or the softwares alike to connect to each other in case they have uh, the, the devices which support that software. So uh, they can connect to each other. That uh, a group of uh, nodes is called local mesh. It can be a small one. It can be a bigger one to city-wide or so. So in case you want, want, want to connect this local mesh to some other remote uh, what you say, networks, a local mesh around in the world. Uh, how would you connect that? So that can be either through uh, some expensive hardware, right. uh, wireless radio hardware. Right. Um, it can be operated by one person, it can be operated by 10, it can be operated by 100 person, as, mu as much as one person or a more person can afford to have that kind of uh, hardware to connect wirelessly. Right. And through them, they are connecting through to, what you say, their local mesh network nodes to other local mesh nodes. Um, so that is kind of a restriction. Um, so uh, Dean said, how would we connect to other parts of the continent? We can think about the radio networks, which are connecting city to city and local mesh to another local mesh. How would we connect continent from one to another? So for that, he, he came up with idea Sat like- Satellite. Uh, Yes, that's how. Well, when people when people live off the grid or off the yes. map, you know, where there's no internet, they have no choice but to use satellite internet. Yeah, but uh, right now, if one talks about satellite and some space mesh technology, they would say, "What? What an I? What a bad idea! You, you can never do that. This is never possible. It is not possible at all because big companies like Google and Facebook are already trying to." figure that out, how, how they connect the rest of the world to internet, which is not possible. And they are struggling very hard with that. Mm -hmm. But um, James' idea is eventually we're going to have all these uh, things sorted out. Um, so until then, we do not do anything. Rest of the companies and people are doing it. We're going to have uh, uh, shooting these satellite nodes to the space uh, have less cost eventually. And by that time, um, we can only concentrate on the ground nodes and the software which makes these ground nodes working, stable, and reliable, upgradable, uh, easily, and manageable. 
and to ease the um, ground level network ease. So my idea is to just make as much effort to this super mesh software, make it as much as easy I can, make it as much automatic as I can. Mm -hmm. So a person who is using that device or software does not have to, you know, go through all those um, efforts they one technical person does. So yeah, that that my uh, only concentration is in super mesh. I do not even think about space mesh. That's a very far long target for I this see. project. So it's it's, so it's just like a future uh, possibility, space mesh. It's it's an evolution of super mesh, right? I say. Gotcha. So I cannot talk about that because I do not have any expertise in either rocket science or either space mesh technology or something. Right. But I do have my knowledge and expertise in networks, web technologies, and and all these. Right. And I'm learning every day, and I'm, I'm progressing on that, improving on my um, skills, so that I can improve the software super mesh. So, but uh, right now I'm just working on it alone. The reason is um, because it is very in uh, starting stages, and I wanted to put it into some stage when I can say, okay, this is something that I have made. Uh, you can use that. Try it. Uh, if you find it good, mm -hmm. uh, tell me. Break it make it or modify it, spread it, use it again, make your own device, make your own version of it. Go do whatever stuff you can do with the open source software. Right, right. Just, just try it. So um, I expect uh, when I release some good level of uh, software with good features, I expect some people coming around and trying it out. And I, I also expect people say, screw you, you did a bad job. And or may maybe they say, hey, that's a good software, we like it. I, I actually both kinds of responses. Right. So, uh, so from critics, I will learn what needs to be done, what is not done right. So I will correct that. Yeah. So from the people, I will he hear a feedback that they like it. Mm -hmm. And I can hear back, okay, what kind of thing they like it? Maybe I should improve that thing more. Uh, maybe they will like it even more. So such kind of things I will be doing. Um, and I do not see that thing, uh, what to say, happening very far. It will happen this year. Okay. Uh, that, that sounds, what, what's? I was curious. What? You know, I was looking into it a little bit. What is Hyperborea? Yeah, very good question. I I told you you were a smart, smart, smart person. <laughs> so, so Hyperborea. Um, um, Hyperborea is. Um, uh, if you understand local mesh networks. And if you understand uh, people connecting from, what you say, one mesh node to another, how they are connecting? They are either connecting wirelessly or through wires or through some other network. Right. So right now, if so I want to connect from Auckland to New York, how would I connect to one person? There is no way right now which makes it possible off the grid without ISPs to connect to another nodes over the globe. So we use internet. We use internet to connect my mesh node to you. But how is it different from, what you say, um, a regular internet connection? It is different because um, we are connecting directly from one person to another. And any traffic, any data which is passing from my system to that person uh, through this mesh node, through CJDNS network that is totally encrypted 
whoever is uh, a relaying node who is pass whoever is passing my data packets from uh, one path to another and to the endpoint to the desired node they are not able to see what we are sending and exchanging they do not even see what kind of data it is they do not even able to get a metadata like one person connected to another and this kind of services and this kind of packets or this much of packet they exchange like they can only see like encryption right yes totally encryption so with cjdns it just encrypts your uh, transport layer network layer uh, yeah transport layer so uh, level uh, layer 3 it, it just in- encrypts it because um, it is providing you uh, to say an ip address a tunneled ip address uh, which connects your node to another one and any data which is going through is encrypted totally encrypted but it is not anonymous that's that's also also to note gotcha All right, so what what he's saying people with the the network 3 and uh, layer 3 uh this is something called uh I actually I forgot what it was called it was a long, long time ago but uh the 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 way things work uh mm-hmm. the way things uh the the way technology works with each other works through layers of communication so uh what he's talking about is uh the third layer which is uh the network layer correct mhm uh the next layer would be transport the first mm-hmm. layer of all of them is the physical layer and that that would be like the wiring the actual physical wiring mm-hmm. you know and then it goes through uh something called uh dl uh mm-hmm. and a data data link layer right mhm and that's where you get the ip addresses right Uh, mm-hmm. and where it it puts it in a nice little envelope and it ships it over to the uh to the network layer and then from there it goes to the transport layer mm-hmm. uh where where it gets stamped with a stamp yeah. of the destination right and then it mm-hmm. goes to the session layer uh mm-hmm. which I don't think is really used anymore right mm-hmm. and then uh pre- then the presentation layer if i remember correctly that's not you really used anymore either i don't think and mm-hmm. and then uh and then right to the application you're using which might be uh you know whatever uh email service you're using or uh you know wh- whatever software is you're using yeah so so it's actually called uh damn i, f- I forgot it i i remember i remember when i was studying for my cisco exam mm-hmm. uh but uh you know that that's that's what he means by the the third layer uh that that's yeah so um so that encrypts the network layer mm-hmm. the ip from the layer in which we get the ip and yeah and th- and then they're safe and then then they, they don't even know what their ip address is right well they know what is your ip address well um what you say um if i get ip address from this uh, software cjdns which is not given by anybody to me but it is generated from a crypto key encryption keys like uh-huh. private and public keys so it generates an ip address based on my private and public keys and it is the same case with the other other nodes mm-hmm. so um 
any data which is which is transporting between two of us or more of us is encrypted and validated through that private and public keys that it is coming from the right source and it is going to the right destination so so hyperborea so, provides this service hyperborea is a combination um, of a mesh network which is spread over the globe i see it is a network we say um which is uh, making a global mesh network on the layer of internet i see and it they, is they utilize the, uh, they utilize ipv4 no they are utilizing ip version 6 but to connect to remote nodes or like but to connect to remote uh, local meshes uh, you are either requiring ip version 6 or ip version 4 a public ip address to connect to so if for example i am connecting to some which is say a uh, remote system or 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 to say in a remote continent to another person mm-hmm. for for example if i am in auckland and if i connect to some person who is in germany and he says i have my uh, system publicly available and i have the cjdns also installed there i am connected to the local mesh network there and on this side i am connected to the other local mesh nodes uh in auckland and we connect to each other any other node which is in our local mesh network at both ends can connect to each other through us or in case um, not just me there are like then more people connected to other continents or maybe another germany or italy or wherever they can they can connect to another local mesh through those nodes which are which are going through internet connecting to other local mesh over the globe so this kind of network creates uh, a, a global mesh network we call it hyperborea oh wow that's cool so in th- this has been around for a, lo- a long time then yes it's uh, totally experimental and in testing network it is not uh, what you say a stable or final network it is a testing network this is a test network uh, which is used by the cjdns developers and all those people who are experimenting on this Do you have a GitHub people could go to to take a look at stuff? Yes, I do have. Uh my GitHub username is Satinder Garewal. It is kind of the opposite of my uh, what you say Slack and uh Twitter username. Is there a website that they could go to to get all this information? No, I haven't made any website because I was uh, uh concentrating more on software. When I will have some good portion of my software and features ready, then I will make my website. Also, because I'm the only person who is working on this uh, software, that is another reason I didn't invest my time on you know, on website. But I will soon. I will. Okay. Okay. Looking forward to. But until then, it's um, available on GitHub. So anybody who wants to see what is the progress that I'm making, they can just um, hop onto GitHub. or or I usually just um, update on my Twitter as well that such kind of feature that I have added now it's available okay. so um I know it might not be as convenient for people to go to some one source and get updated with the software progress but um at some point I'm going to do that maybe after version 0.04 uh probably I will think about some website to you know make and so where people can go and get updated with the software progress but not before 
All right. It, that's that's fine. You, you, that's your project. You do it whenever you want. Uh, yeah. It's you know it, if it takes two years, let it take two years. As long as it, you do it, you do it right. You know. You, you don't yeah, push. Yeah. You, you don't say, "Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this." Everyone gets all <laughs> yeah. excited, you know, and then yeah. and then nothing happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's better to so, take your time. Little progress. You know what? You mm-hmm. you know, you show you show a little progress, a little bit at a time. That I think you know that should make everybody happy. As long as they, they people see progress, that's all they want to see. Mm. They want to see little yeah. little steps. You know, little steps. I, that, that's all I, I ever ask for. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, you know things like you know. There's a lot of, for example, coins out there. You know, I know you're not a coin, but for example, coins. You know, they they oh we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and uh, you know Opal's gonna be doing this and the other one and you know and then you well know, then you uh, don't hear anything you anymore. Know? Well, you never know if uh, Super Mesh will have its own um, currency. You know, you know th- there is one that you know I, I've, I'm just coming back into the game over here, but there's one that I'm really I, I, I couldn't believe Vericoin is still around. Not only is it mm-hmm. still around, it it's it's actually still improving itself you know so mm-hmm. yeah I mean, i'm like not did you see did you see their latest stuff i mean like the varium their, their new varium stuff and um like, i'm not so updated with very coin or varium i do not know i mean i was i was i was excited the fact that you know they're still around you know uh you know there's a lot of coins that i, I don't even hear about anymore you know, mm-hmm. happened, i don't even know what happened to them I gotta look. I, I think I got some. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, I gotta see what I gotta do with them. <laughs> well, talk to the developers. Maybe they can tell you what exactly what coming next, or maybe something. I mean, I mean, we're all fans of NXT, right? Yeah. We're all big fans of. Actually, do you have an asset for uh, Super Mesh? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, it is called Space Mesh. But uh, when James uh, made this asset, I asked him to hold on and do not release it to public yet. And the reason was um, I did not have anything to show the public. I did not even have to show the public a certain path that I'm going through to make this software. Um, Because I I, I was doing multiple things at one time. I was testing, I was doing my day job, I'm still doing my day job. Right. I was uh, not so certain how I'm going to show this project to people. And because of some uh, not so certain data and some, I would you say, output, I was thinking it won't be right. Right now I'm working on software, making features on it. So um, soon I think it will be good if I tell them, yeah, this is a, the a roadmap of the software. Um, through this time it will be doing this much features and this pro- version will do this much. And you can expect by that time of this much of progress on this software. So when I will have that all written and I will be putting that on my GitHub and, and probably on a website, then we can say, okay, this is the timeline to release that um, asset to the public and this will be the price and so on, so details. Um, I did not want to um, release the asset of uh, this reason. And the another reason was that uh, because people get very anxious, uh, they right. do not understand whatever the technology, a cryptocurrency technology is coming out, is totally experimental technology. Even the Bitcoin, which is like six, seven years old now, it's right. totally experimental. Yeah. Expect, that, expect that software 
to break. Uh, we just witnessed, like yesterday or day day before, um, a DAO broke. Like it's not broke actually; it's got attacked. So uh, we saw people panicking on that. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I actually saw it too. I had no idea what it was, but I saw people panicking. <laughs> it was like, yeah, but I was like, what the hell is the DAO? <laughs> I had no idea. Imagine people putting 150 or uh, 200 million dollars to some crypto project, and it breaks on their face. So um, they do not understand it's experimental. Put as much as you can lose. Uh, you can afford to lose. Right. Yeah, not, yeah. Uh, not much lose. I, it's a wrong statement. So put as much as you can afford to lose <laughs> to any project. It's, it's kind of like, okay, I went to some, you know, a dinner. I spent some money and it's gone. It's not going to come back. But I had my dinner. I enjoyed it. So that's kind of a stuff kind of thinking it should be. Um, I didn't want so, to have so only so only spend the money I plan on bringing to the strip club today. I know I know I normally never get that back. That's <laughs> <laughs> how up to you how you interpret. So um, what to say? Um, yeah, I didn't want want to have people anxious. Like, what is the progress? How how is it going? Is it ready already, or how is it going? which is the case with um, so many people criticizing SuperNet technologies. People say, okay, where is that software? Is it ready? So you've been talking about this much. Uh, is, uh, is it ready now? Well, it is, it is ready. It is ready in an in in API level. If you are a developer, you can use it. All the APIs are right. there. There's even a document online which is there. Right, so all... such kind of expectations I didn't want from people to like, uh, okay, it's been a year. Where's, where's the asset? Is it releasing? or how, when we can sell it, when it's going to be out in the market and we can sell it. Right. So it will be ready. It will be uh, coming with some, uh, what you say, stuff or pro uh, software which you can use, not just talk about. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. at that time, it will be a good time to put uh, the asset in the market. And I do not plan to put, uh, what you say, SuperNet or Space Mesh asset um, through NXT. I only plan it to put it out through um, Iguana's data chains, which are uh, a new feature James is coding these days. He is progressing on those um, troubleshooting, uh, making it more stable. Probably uh, we're gonna uh, have more assets like InstantDex, Pangea, or other assets which are sitting in NXT blockchain right. to be ported to this uh, Iguana data chains. Is that the way? Um, not the Waves. Waves is doing their own stuff. Um, I think uh, Waves is going to have similar features, but uh, I do not know if they are uh, making their own. I think they are making their own uh, data chains kind of uh, um, feature there, which probably going to move NXT assets to their uh, Waves platform. But I do not know if it is the exact uh, Iguana data chain feature or if it is their own. Um, I only hope they are making it their own. Uh, what, what's your? You haven't looked into it. What's your opinion on it? Because I'm new. I'm still new. I, I don't. I don't know what DAO is. I have no idea about anything right now. I I, I need uh, your help. Uh, the DAO is uh, decentralized autonomous organization. You know, I was told. I was told not even to look at it. So I, I, I don't even want to know about that one. But I heard waves is making waves. Making waves? How is it making waves? Everywhere I look, everyone's <laughs> talking. Have you seen that channel? I can't keep up with that channel. Yeah. Holy yeah, Jesus. They're doing so really they, good. It's every second someone's talking. It's, 
You you can't. You literally have to sit here all day, like and look at it. And well, I I get less sleep, so I sit all day. That's true. <laughs> Dude, I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's 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 bloody. I've never seen a channel so active before in my life. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah, I, when when um, waves uh, was going on sale, I was thinking, oh, have all the trolls came from Bitcoin talk to their waves channel? It was so active, and people were like, um, without understanding what the software is, they were kind of like, I put into this waves ICO this much of Bitcoin, so, mm-hmm. and people were talking, what is it about? And I was I was saying, have you ever um, tried to look into the details of Waves project, what it is offering, and how much is it offering, and what is it offering, or are you just gambling? And many people I found they were just gambling, not just knowing what the project is. Right. I I, I noticed there are a lot of those uh, the same names, you know that, uh, you know like Vin Dine. I see I see a lot of these same names I've seen for many years now. Hmm. Who who uh, you know. Who play who play the the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know, there's nothing wrong with you know. I I do it too at times. I don't mind. Um, I, I, I'll put my money down on a, a coin. I think that has that has uh, you know some type of good thing to it, whatever the feature might be, and uh, that's it. And that's the bet, you know. And if yeah, first first get to know the software that you are putting money money into it. Uh, learn a bit about it. If you can find some developer around for that software, get in t- touch with them. Ask them some, some uh, what you say, basic questions. Uh, whatever the doubts you have, clear those. And only after that, when you are certain that, yeah, this is a good good software or, or project to put money into it, only then you put there. Right. For example, if, if, I'm, if I'm some other person, and if I find, I find things about Supermesh, this is something that is in development. I would be very uh, skeptical about the software right. because uh, people do not know who who the developer is. People do not know what the developer's abilities are. People do not know uh, how much uh, time it can take, how much the capability that person has to pull the software, and how much uh, the team effort it is there. Uh, is it just one person? It is more person. Um, how much uh, of a certain area one person is covering, and how much the areas. Uh, team can cover and which is not there, which is not being covered. So it is a very, very skepticism uh, people should have. So they should not put any money without knowing all, all, all such basic details. Right. Everything's a gamble. It's all a gamble. Um, if you know things, even a gamble is very, what you say, predictable. Right. Right. Well, you know, we, we, you hope, right? You still, you still sit there and hope that it goes <laughs> up, right? You go, oh, please go up, please. You know, <laughs> and then you take a little yeah. Viagra and boom, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Supermesh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really waiting for uh, Iguana Data Chains. It will bring many new features to Supermesh. It will be, uh, you know, people, when I started on this project, uh, people were saying, you are putting so effort to this software, do not sell it for free or do not make it for free to people and make it licensed, uh, encrypted right. the source code and provide a source code. And I was um, thinking about that and I actually want, I, I actually support free open source software. I, I want software to be open source. 
for the betterment of community. That's how we, we, we got Linux so far. Right. Um, or, or any other open source software so far, which has very much improved than uh, it was started before. Right. Uh, so that is the same, same thought I have regarding Supermesh. But I also want people and me to have some incentive doing work on it or using it. So for that, uh, I was thinking if I should encrypt it and put some licensing on it. But that was not possible with the open source software. Very, very difficult if, if it could be possible. Right. So I was looking for some solution which could say, okay, if um, one is using that software, they have uh, some, what you say, kind of uh, incentive as well, and they, they earn some, something out of it as well. And that also benefit uh, the developer as well. So for that reason, data chains will be very useful in this case. It is kind of, um, um, what you say, uh, a consensus between the network, which says, okay, if one node is not, um, what you say, giving some valid results, it is not matching the other node's data, it is cheating, uh, it is not a part of the network. So such kind of things will be, be coded into SuperMesh eventually. So, uh, and that is going to be data chains. Uh, and data chain will be uh, providing tokens uh, of space mesh asset. And it will be also allowing people to do micropayment. And they will be able to uh, pay and use internet service or maybe other, which is say, services which are put into SuperMesh. They'll be able to use those uh, tokens for that thing. Uh, using these tokens, they will be probably able to get um, dividends, which I was planning for uh, Space Mesh Asset for NXT. So all these earnings and all these uh, automation uh, will take place when I'll be putting efforts to put data chains of Iguana to SuperMesh. So um, there is a hell of a lot of work uh, which is uh, coming next to me, uh, which I have to put into SuperMesh. Um, and I will need very much help from community. I will need help very much from James because uh, blockchain technology is still very fresh to me. I'm, I'm still learning every day. Um, yeah, that's kind of uh, thing which will be happening on SuperMesh. Oh, all right. I, I, I didn't know. I don't know too much about Iguana, uh, but I, well, I, I didn't know it was going to be like... Uh, how much you know about SuperNet? Uh, well... I would say I know a lot, but at the moment I can't remember anything. So, um, so basically, Iguana, uh, I should talk about Iguana as well, it's a part of SuperMesh. So uh, basically, Iguana is also um, like extending, extended work of uh, SuperNet. Yeah, SuperNet, what was doing is it was providing APIs for developers so that they can use those APIs to make some applications uh, or they can use these APIs to connect to another uh, cryptocurrency networks and so on. I remember what that. Iguana, that's what those uh, curl commands were, right? That's what... um, yeah, in short, you can say curl. <laughs> I mean, they, they, that's what that, that whole list of commands were for, right? Yeah, it is execute those uh, API calls through that curl command. Gotcha. So, um, so uh, what this what it does is it's a very small piece of software coded in C and it ends up is like 1.5 MB of um, uh, executable file uh, as compared to Bitcoin or any other software which compiles to some MB of, of uh, file it is just only 1.5 MB or so uh, so that small small part a small executable file if you execute on any soft any operating system that it supports 
which is uh, almost any. Uh, but um, if you if you if you are executing it, you are connecting to just not one cryptocurrency network. You are connecting to hundreds of cryptocurrency network, which are either a fork of uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrency or some other uh, cryptocurrency which will be supported. Like for now, it supports um, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Dark, uh, Bitcoin uh, Dark obviously. Uh, Litecoin it supports. Dogecoin. I do not know if Bitcoin is supported or not. I do not think so. Dogecoin? Um, Dogecoin. No, I don't know. It, it can support all of them. In case we have their settings or their parameters with us, all it needs is just their parameters, and we execute a, execute some command through API, uh -huh. and it will be connecting to all those other nodes as well. So if right now I say uh, this does not support X cryptocurrency, but I do have some details of that X cryptocurrency with me, I'll just put in those values in, in some form. I'll hit submit, and I'm connected to that, uh, what you say, uh, cryptocurrency network as well. So um, the other benefit for of Iguana is also that it is so lightweight that it can run on your IoT device or it can run on uh, your mobile as well or it can even run in your uh, what you say uh, web browser. Um, James also made sorry now James also made um, another version which works with your Google Chrome browser. The whole uh, uh, Iguana software runs in your uh, Google, so Google Chrome software. It's just a one-click software. Nice. There is no other uh, blockchain, uh, what you say, software, which says, okay, you just click one button, it installs in your browser, and you are very good to go with all those cryptocurrency coins. Not just Bitcoin, but any other coin which is supported with the software. You can just hit a button, all your cryptocurrency coins are there. Wow, that's basically what that's that's basically what super supernet is, right? That's the, yeah, that's and the, because like the wallet, because, when you go in the wallet, yeah, you see all the, yeah, well, the coins. Yeah, and 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 other another benefit is uh, we can choose uh, which coin we want to act as a light wallet, or which coin do we want to act as a full node. So. Um, it can be like a Bitcoin Dark is running a full node in my local system, and Bitcoin Dark, oh, sorry, Bitcoin is running as a light node, and Litecoin is running as a light node, or maybe VPN Coin is running as a full node, and so on. But it is, uh, um, if in case it is a light node, which is called a Basilisk uh, feature, uh, Basilisk feature is actually a light node kind of feature. Okay. You call it a light wallet, um, but in case of Iguana, it is named as Basilisk. Basilisk. Uh -huh. um, if you are running a, a, a cryptocurrency in a Basilisk mode, it is um, uh, just signing the transaction locally and sends the transaction to the network and um, let the full nodes make those raw transactions and, and complete the transactions. Gotcha. So it is secure, and uh, it let the other nodes do this stuff uh, on your behalf. And uh, because on the other full nodes are uh, completing your transaction, they are uh, taking some fees. 
and that fees is very much uh, variable. Uh, it can be configured by the node owner. If, for example, I'm the node owner, I say I will charge uh, 0.0001. The other node says I will charge 0.001. So whoever is the cheaper one, it'll be going to that one, and whoever is the fastest one, maybe. Uh, I don't know, but uh, it is variable. It is a market set price of setting a fees for the full nodes. So in case I have um, super mesh run, running and I have uh, iguana node installed there, I can set my no my super mesh to be a full node of multiple currencies. Mm -hmm. And some other person they say uh, I'm not able to run what you say full nodes because I do not have much disk space with me or much uh, IoT device power with me. Uh -huh. I just want to run it in a, in a, in a basilisk mode, which, which is a light mode. Uh -huh. They are sending their queries to the full nodes. In that case, running a node with the iguana, they are earning some fees, even just being um, a, a full node in the network. And they are not mining anything. They are just a, a node providing data to the network. Gotcha. Um, so, because Iguana is connecting to multiple currencies at the same time, and with such ease, um, it makes things possible to do many sort of things. You can um, do cryptocurrency mixing, which is called Jumbler. Uh, Jumbler is like, uh, I want to uh, get some coins um, uh, received or sent anonymously. So, we do that uh, through Jumbler, like mixing coins. Um, there is a feature uh, you already know, Instant Dex. So through that, we can transact uh, cryptocurrencies with each other within SuperNet network or through another external exchanges. So all those things uh, which SuperNet, uh, we've been talking about uh, through last years or so, will be available through Iguana and eventually with SuperMesh as well. So all those sort of things, if coming to SuperMesh, so that makes makes it some valuable software to have. Oh, so yeah. It sounds like you're painting a really nice picture here. Uh, I can even tell you what can be possible with the software. <laughs> well, it, it, it sounds like it's, I mean, JL77, if he's involved, I know this is there's definitely uh, a genius in there also? Yes, he is he's definitely a genius. A genius word would be less, I think. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he makes, you know, he makes things sound easy when he explains it, but I, I normally have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, well, sometimes I, 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 when I talk to, um, when I um, read about his uh, stuff, even for me, uh, it is like going over my head. I do not understand what he said. Then I go search about some uh, word or topic, read about that, and then it's the moment like, aha, I got it. So that's what he is making. Oh, okay, that's really cool. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, that's kind of a thing. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm really uh, grateful that he, he, he um, made me partner in SuperMesh, uh, sorry, SuperNet. So SuperMesh is a project which is a part partner of a SuperNet project. So uh, a good chunk of percentage of SpaceMesh asset 
is with SuperNet. If people will be getting SuperNet or J, uh, JL77 HODL assets, they're also taking a portion of Space Mesh asset already. Oh, nice. So, um, so um, yeah, I'm really grateful that James also. That. Sorry? They'll get dividends from the, the yeah. HODL. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I'm really grateful that uh, he, he he allowed me to you know uh, get give me some platform and uh, let people hear my voice as well. So I I got a dedicated channel on uh, Supernet Slack. So in case people want to contact me, they can also hop there. Uh, I'm 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 mostly in my um, Space Mesh uh, channel in uh, Supernet Slack. Uh, they can talk to me live if they have any problem or query or want to ask me something, mm -hmm. they can just go there and, and talk to me. Is there, an um, email, is, is there an email address people can contact you on? No, I do not have any email address um, uh, specifically for SuperMesh project. Okay. But in case people want to talk to, uh, they can approach me on uh, Twitter, they can approach me on GitHub, they can, can contact me over SuperNet Slack. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I will be uh, making my website, then uh, people go to that website and It'll be easy. they can contact me through various channels. I will be able making my own IRC channel specific to Space Mesh asset or Super Mesh asset. So, um, so because many people say, okay, we do not want to connect to uh, some uh, stupid Slack channel or something like that. Give us some IRC. Yeah, sure, there will be options. But uh, right now I'm really busy with so many stuff. Uh, I cannot handle all those stuff oh, at yeah. one time. Yeah, no, don't, so, even, don't even worry about it. That'll come later, you know, when you got nothing to do. When you're, when you're all done. And you're all yeah, I will need some uh, helping hands around if people will be offering. So, uh, yeah, um, uh, there will be time coming soon. But I'm really busy with uh, progressing the software. Hey, uh, yeah. I believe in you. I think you're going to do an amazing job. I can't wait mm. to try out one of the blueberry pies myself. Raspberry Pi, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Blueberries have more antioxidants. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, what, when, when do you think we'll be able to uh, to get our hands on one of these blueberries? Uh, these small blueberries. Okay, so um, well, wait till some stable software. Okay. Um, what software right now I'm making is very basic it's uh, i do not call it secure because it's very very basic and uh, very open right now it's not authentication and authenticated mm -hmm. and it's open to network so it's only for those who understand technical aspects of it and who understand the security measures um, of it okay. so if they do understand it they can uh, take a look at the github they can download it they can even use it today and test it and um, say okay this feature is not there this is not good and this is bad and fix this thing and make sure you do this when it is on the stable version or so so yeah they can do do the same thing um, my github is um, uh, Satinder Garewal and my right, Twitter right, is well, also right, hold on a second hold on a second the way you said that I had no Satinder Gurry, blah, 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 blah. I okay. have no idea what... You got to spell that, bro. I'm sorry, okay. I normally don't, but... <laughs> okay, you, so you, my first name is Satinder. S-A-T-I-N. 
D E R Setinder. Okay. Uh, is it fine? Should I go next? Yeah, okay. you, you gotta so, spell that out. Okay, so uh, my last name is Gareval. It's G R E W A L. Yeah, that's the C. Gareval. I would have thought there was a V in there. <laughs> no, it's not V. It's W. It's right. uh, uh, it's Gareval. I say, uh, I always yeah. say I always say Gruel. Yeah, I know. Many people say Gruel. You grew up. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's Gareval. So yeah, that's how we how we pronounce it. All right, cool. Hey, so was, yeah, that's. I. It was it was great having you here today. Yeah, it was great talking to you too, man. I I I hope to hear updates in the future. Yeah, sure, sure, there will be. Uh, I'm gonna personally try it out. Mm-hmm. When it comes out, because that that's what mm-hmm. I do. No. Mm-hmm. And uh, stay on the line, because I will uh, be. F- yeah. I'm. I, I have a I have a, a surprise for you. As for everybody oh. else, mm-hmm. uh, I I thank everybody for coming and listening, and uh, you know their interest in Super Mesh. Uh, happy to be back. I think we're gonna make some uh, beautiful spaghetti together, and uh, I look forward to uh, to all the new things I have to look into the next probably month it'll probably take me a month to catch up with all these new things and oh, uh, cool and gruel you are you are a, a cool guy man and i know and i know you're smart i mean you're, you're a genius I'm okay no no you you're a smart guy i could tell a smart guy don't be humble with me <laughs> you are a smart guy you figured out what hyperborea is no i have no idea what it is <laughs> <laughs> That's why I made you explain it. <laughs> I, all right, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us. And this is Lutz and Gruel. Oh, Grevial. Greval. Greval. Or it called me Satinder. Satinder Greval. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, my Italian accent helps. Woo-hoo. And everyone have a great night. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for inviting me here. It's, it was really nice to talk to you and yeah, you're, be you're, part of uh, yeah, Core Radio. You are a sexy son of a bitch, and Core Radio is going to make sure <laughs> everyone knows how sexy you really are. All right, I heard thanks. things like babyface, but I'm telling you, he's a sexy son of a bitch. You got to see this picture over here on Skype. Oh, thanks, man. Right. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great night. <laughs>